Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I always feel like somebody's watching me. And I have to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates. Alberta's precedent-setting injury lawyers. This, is this a song, Somebody's Watching Me? By Rockwell, By yes. Rockwell, okay. And I believe uh, Michael Jackson guest vocals in that song. Yeah, exactly. So is that is you're going with that as the Halloween theme as well? One of, because uh, yeah. I think of the video. Stalked. Yeah, pretty much. Is the video creepy? I don't remember the video. It's pretty creepy. It's very Halloween themed. Okay, well yeah. now I don't want to watch it until yeah. it's light out again. <laughs> I know. That's incredible. Do you play that? Uh, maybe people play it. You know, every Wordle, of course, has been a sensation now for a while. Mm-hmm. There's a game called Framed. So I, I believe the website is, I don't know if it's frame.com. I think it's dot something else. But if you just Google Framed or Framed Game. Okay. So they show you an, a still image from a movie. And you, it, it's, you just type in the name of a movie. And then you submit your guess. And you have six guesses. Oh, I see. Yes. So today, well, I, sh- I don't want to give away what it was today. It was a Halloween-themed movie today, but it was one of those horror series with uh, several sequels and incarnations. Right. So once I figured out what it was, it was like, oh, no, not that one. Oh, oh no, not that one. Oh, okay, that one. So I think I got. <laughs> I think it took me to the very last <laughs> guess because I knew the series, but I didn't know the exact uh, movie in the series. Anyway, that's it. That's a, that's a fun game. Yeah. Okay, here's what's going on in the NHL tonight. The Sabres lead the Red Wings 3-1 late in the second period. Jeff Skinner has scored his second of the season. Also late in the second period, Capitals and Hurricanes tied 2-2. It is Alexander Ovechkin with his fifth of the year, career goal number 785. And the Kings lead the Blues 1-0. Gabe Velarde has scored. He's already up to eight on the season. He's having a great year. Oilers against... The Predators tomorrow night at Rogers Place, 5.30 for the face-off show here on 6.30, Chad. And then the puck will drop at 7. Monday night football, 5.46 left in the first quarter. No score, Bengals and Browns. And in the NBA tonight, Raptors leading the Hawks 59-49 with about a minute left in the second half. So we will keep you updated on all those games. Uh, I'll dive into a little bit more into some Oilers goaltending trends here as we move along. But, of course, he joins us every week here on Inside Sports. Former NHL goaltender, now a broadcaster, presented by Sentinel Storage. Shop Canadian, store Canadian. Head to sentinelstorage.ca. It is Kelly Rudy. Kelly, welcome back to the show. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing really well. Thanks, Reed. Uh, super excited today. Um, I happen to really enjoy Halloween. Now, our kids, of course, are older, and so they won't be around the house. But our grandchildren, uh, I was kind of hoping that we'd get a chance to see them, but they're off Halloweening in a different part of the city. But uh, we've already seen their costumes and everything, so that's all good. And I really enjoy uh having the kids over like the the neighborhood kids and uh i i always like to be home if i can and uh help give some candy out and all that so it's going to be a great evening 
Well, as you know, you did wear a mask for a living, so I'm not. <laughs> I never quite put those two together, so maybe I should wear a mask tonight. A hockey mask, that is. Now, did your the teams you played on? Did they have Halloween parties? Because I know every year from Oilers and around the league, it seems like players and spouses, if they have a spouse, like it, these costumes are elaborate. I don't know how much time yeah. they them, but did, did, did you do Halloween when you played? We did. They weren't certainly as elaborate for the most part, other than I think I've shared with the, you this story many, many years ago. So when we were playing in LA, it was completely unfair what Wayne and Janet Gretzky did. So we had a Halloween party at their house. And uh, <clears throat> I can't recall which year, of course, but it would have been early to mid nineties. And because of all their connections, Hollywood connections, Wayne of course was Batman and he had Michael Keaton's actual Batman costume. So, I mean, this was the, the costume that was worn in the Hollywood film and also janet had michelle pfeiffer's Catwoman. i mean that is totally unfair to all of us that had we thought put in some pretty good work and then they show up with uh, as batman and Catwoman, and uh, just the two best costumes you can ever imagine it and even in today's world i'm sure there's some some great ones i've seen some of the uh, postings on social media today i don't know if you can top wayne and janet in that one yeah, that's that's quite a, a boss move, I guess you would call it. It's just the actual costumes that were worn in the movies. No, it's not just a Batman costume. It's the Batman costume. The Batman, right? <laughs> that's, that's a great, you, I know you have told that before, but I think that should be a Halloween staple that you tell that. Yeah, all. you're right. That is a, that is a good one. Absolutely. Yeah, you're right. That, that, that's a story that never gets old, right? Knowing that Wayne and Janet with their uh, celebrity status and, and they, as you mentioned, just pull a complete boss move. All right. Well, keeping, let, let's stick with guys in masks and Stuart Skinner. Yes. The latest Battle of Alberta in net for the Oilers. Stuart Skinner is an early contender here to replace you as the greatest Edmonton-born goaltender. Uh, oh, time. He needs a few more seasons, but uh, <laughs> man, oh man, this guy's unbelievable so far. What are you seeing when he's in there? Well, let's just hang on. We've got to dig into that just a tiny bit deeper because there was, uh, well, I guess Clint Malarchuk was originally born in, in Grand Prairie, moved to Edmonton because we played in the same neighborhood. There was Pete Peters. There was uh, Grant Fuhrer. Uh, although Grant, I think, lists Spruce Grove or Stony Plain is where he grew up. Uh, over the years, there have been a lot of uh, good ones. I know Chris Osgood played a lot of minor hockey in Edmonton uh, and Medicine Hat. So there's, and I, I'm drawing a blank with a lot of those. Anyways, having said that, Skinner's a, a really good story because of the way in which he's, I think, rapidly improving. So, you know, he spent part of the year in the minors last year. But uh, there's always uh, an indication that he was going to be an oiler on a full-time basis this year. And I think his, uh, his play early on has taken away a lot of the pressure on Jack Campbell. And, I, and I'm sure, because I've been in that situation where Campbell is actually quite thrilled that Skinner is doing just that, that he's playing so well that it allows Campbell a little bit more time and maybe not quite so much anxiousness to, to find his game. Cause you know, he will Jack Campbell's just an excellent goaltender. Uh, historically October has not been very kind to Jack. 
Uh, and so Skinner, uh, by playing this well, uh, is is a real big bonus for the organization and proves that uh, you can uh, grow homegrown talent and uh, look at a little bit of patience, and he is just looking to be an excellent goaltender for a long time. Skinner has been really interesting to talk to as well, and I've been lucky to interview him going back five or six years when he was a star in the WHL. Yeah, He's spoken a couple of times about reading books written by a, an author named Ryan Holiday, who writes okay. about stoicism and okay. keeps ego in check. And he was asked about his save percentage today, and he goes, "Well, I'm kind of aware of it, but but stats are just something for the ego. I'm not too." worried about it but he's clearly and you and i talk about this a ton rob and i talk about he clearly put a lot of focus into his mental approach to the game and and and, i mean brownie says it all the time and i know you told stories like you you don't want to look back there and see your goalie looking rattled or or out of control or which goalie is going to show up this night and i skinner seems to really have focused on that um on that mental side of the game and just projecting sort of calmness and strength back there. I like that. That's a cool story to share, Reed, because uh, I think not only goaltenders and people like Skinner, but other young athletes have the the tools now available to them, whether it's reading a book, as you mentioned, or seeing somebody to help them with that. Whereas uh, I think I could speak for Rob and myself that, uh, players of our age, uh, our generation, we didn't have those tools, so we had to figure it out on our own. And in particular, when you're a goalie, um, and I have shared this with you, you have to have the appearance of a general back there, and you can't look rattled, even though you may be on the inside, but you can't ever look that way because the team really uh, picks up on that quickly, and unfortunately, they usually react negatively. And so that's really cool to hear that Skinner uh, – at that young age appreciates that and the importance of uh, having that uh, that appearance about you. Uh, body language, I've always said, um, uh, it just doesn't lie, right? You, whether it's body language or looking in a person's eyes, the, those, those two sort of tests, uh, it's impossible to hide. Okay, let's keep with the goaltending theme. As, as you know, Markstrom's numbers against the Oilers as a flame are substandard i don't think there's any other way to put it he made some really good saves on saturday night ultimately allowed three there's been some discussion about mcdavid's tying goal you know he he was behind Mm. the net that he gets like did did markstrom make an error on that play or was that just mcdavid getting to the puck and, and making a nice quick shot Okay, so I was talking to our good friend Eric Francis this afternoon on his radio show about that very goal. And uh, because I was in Toronto, I didn't see the uh, post-game press conference from, I'm not sure if it was Daryl or the coaching staff, a a member of the Calgary coaching staff post-game, but I was told by Eric today that uh, the coaching staff want Markstrom in that situation to race out, even knowing the difficulty of it, and try and stop that puck. I, on the other hand, uh, wouldn't have gone. Uh, I don't recommend it because I thought the rim was too hard. Um, it wasn't exactly just on the ice. I thought it had a little bit of uh, elevation, not much, but a little bit. Um, and I thought it was maybe a 50-50 play or even less uh, odds than that. And so for that, those reasons, uh, nursing a 2-1 lead, I wouldn't have suggested going behind the net. Now, having said that, Let's just say he does have the green light, so he does, and he misses it. There's another part of that play 
and Reed, maybe you could correct me uh, if I'm wrong, but uh, we talked about it, Ron, Kevin, and Elliot and I post game, and I didn't get a chance to see it a ton, and I certainly didn't see it on maybe an 80 inch monitor where I'd have more clarity. And I asked around our production people uh, if they could tell if perhaps that the shot by McDavid just nicked. Tanev a bit and the reason why I feel that way is because if you look at Markstrom and his body position uh, when the shot is coming towards him it appeared to me that he thought the puck was coming somewhere in his midsection and that it went up and over his shoulder and he was surprised by that would indicate to me what his eyes were telling him when McDavid was shooting that puck that he had a really good read on it and and then all of a sudden and it doesn't have to be much it just barely nicks tanev whether it's a leg or a stick or something and changes direction that quickly and there's no chance to recover and i know what some people may say well then he should he his positioning originally was wrong and even if it is tipped he should be able to cover that but that's not how it works and that's not how your eyes see the play when you're already out of position you're scrambling to get back and you make a read and it appears as though the puck is going to one area, that's where your focus is to get the majority of your body not expecting a deflection. Now, I don't know if it deflected. That's my take on it, and I haven't gone back and looked at it a million times. I will because I have a game tomorrow involving the Flames, and I'll have to be more assured of that, but that's what my reaction would be watching it. Yeah, okay. Kelly Rudy joining us then at Inside Sports. Hey, before I let you go, on Thursday, the Oilers will induct a couple former players into their Hall of Fame. Of course, all the, the gentlemen with banners are inducted automatically. So selected as the first class. Uh, <laughs> and I want to just get your memories on on either of these guys, um, whether it's something on the ice or, or off the ice. <laughs> Lee Fogelin and Ryan Smith, first two uh, Oilers voted to go into the Hall of Fame by the selection committee. First of all, I think that's a tremendous honor, and uh, I wish more teams were doing it. I know Dallas Stars did one last night uh, for Bob Ganey and Darian Hatcher. This is a great uh, opportunity for organizations to uh, focus and celebrate the players that maybe won't have their jerseys hung up but uh, are in the rafters. And so Lee Fogelin, for me, was... Uh, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply just the ultimate leader, just a quiet guy, but he played outrageously hard on the ice. Uh, in a small little way, I got to know him a little bit, not really as a friend, but just as an acquaintance on occasion. After he retired and I was an NHL player and I'd come back for the summers, there was a sporting goods store in West Edmonton, so no longer there, but uh, Lee, I believe, would be buying his kids' equipment and uh, I'd be getting some stuff for, uh, for myself. And, and so we ended up having a, a friendly conversation uh, maybe two, three times a summer, and I really admired the way he carried himself. And then secondly, for Ryan Smith, I mean, he was just the ultimate competitor and uh, a guy that uh, that sort of uh, commitment to the team should be celebrated, and it's just a real great honor. I, I know how 
honored I felt when the LA Kings did something for me. They had a, a legends night, uh, and I was uh, chosen to be one of their legends. And it's just a, a thing that makes you feel very, very proud to be a part of. Yeah, it's going to be fun to see those guys go in. Well, Kelly, whenever you're on the show, no tricks, but it's always a treat. Happy Halloween. <laughs> I love it, Ron McLean. I mean, Reed Wilkins. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, thanks, Kelly. Good stuff, man. Kelly Rooney presented by Sentinel Storage. Shop Canadian, store Canadian. Head to sentinelstorage.ca. Always enjoy his insight. Good comments there on Markstrom and Skinner. And I love that Halloween story. So Gretzky throws a Halloween party while Rudy is with the Kings and all the Kings go there and Gretzky's wearing a Batman costume and Janet's wearing a Catwoman costume. Oh, not just a costume, the costumes from the movie, the actual ones Keaton and Pfeiffer wore in Batman Returns. Wow. <laughs> that, that, that would be hard to top, speaking about putting efforts into uh, Halloween costumes, which is our off-topic topic tonight. What's the most effort you've ever put into a Halloween costume? 780-496-0063. Always good to have Kelly on the show. A little more on Campbell and Skinner when we get back to Inside Sports. First, they tried burning me. <laughs> then, they tried burying me. <laughs> but I just keep on <laughs> Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta injury lawyers. Go to jameshbrown.com. Well, we could have used that audio last year and said it was Mike Smith. Was that Freddie? What was that? Yeah, yeah. That was that Freddie. Was Nightmare on Elm Street. I have only seen the very first one which i no i saw okay the first one johnny depp is in right you know what i haven't seen them either i'm not brave enough (laughs) (laughs) i'm pretty sure a young johnny depp is in the very first nightmare on elm street and i saw i I saw freddie versus jason it was actually kind of humorous i did see that one yep yes okay well that was good thanks for dropping in the uh, halloween themed Returns. Ah, yeah, no problem. A couple songs earlier. It's fun. That's, that is a Derek Scott work. Did Did Kellen take ha- Halloween off so he's he, I, trick or treating? I think he did. Yeah, he, he wanted to go trick, trick or treating. treating. I saw he was dressed as a gangster on the weekend. I yeah, think he had something else on tonight. Yeah, he likes handing out the candy to the little ones. So big night for him tonight. <laughs> All right, that's that's good. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. The most effort you ever put into a Halloween costume. Do we have a new contribution? Yeah. Uh, so from the text line, this guy says, I had a jersey pulled apart, then a custom robe, robe made so I could be McJesus. I've worn it to several games since 2017, including McDavid's 21st birthday in Las Vegas. Got into a tussle with the Vegas Knights mascot. All in good fun, mind you. <laughs> a couple years ago, I was able to get Connor to autograph it. It's been the Halloween costume that keeps giving. Oh, wow. Okay, the McJesus costume. Yeah. Okay, well, I've not heard of that before. That sounds pretty elaborate. Pretty clever. Well, that's good, and sports-themed. Got to keep us on the rails here a little bit on a show called Inside Sports. Okay, that's fun. 780-496-0063. Speaking of the masked men for the Edmonton Oilers, Skinner, as I mentioned, has been sensational. And Kelly mentioned this in the interview there, too. Jack Campbell, October has been tough for him. In his career, and this includes this October, uh, Campbell is 12-12-1 and 
with an 899 save percentage and a 3.11 goals against average. That is the only month in which Jack, in which Jack Campbell is not over 500. And he just went 4-2 and two in this October, so he would have been 8-10-1 and one before joining the Oilers. The 899 save percentage in his, is his lowest of any month, and his 3.1 goals against average is the highest of any month over the course of his career. Now, here's something to consider. November, historically, has been Jack Campbell's best month. In his career, he is 13-6-1 in November with a 9.47 save percentage and a 1.62 goals against average. So, you know, I, and I went back and looked at some of the specific years, and obviously in the 56-game season, nobody played games in October or November because the season didn't start until January. But just something to remember. You know, Jack Campbell maybe not starting the season with some great individual stats is, is nothing new, but he generally recovers, and he generally recovers pretty quickly right away in the month of November. So just something to, to file away here. Probably going to be Campbell tomorrow against the Nashville Predators. We have it for you on 6.30 Chet, 5.30 face-off show game. At 7, we'll dive a little more into the Nashville roster and who knows what else. Always enjoy having this guy on the show. Predators analyst, former NHL defenseman Hal Gill will check in when we bring you back to Inside Sports. Hope the trick-or-treating is going well, everybody.